Hello and welcome back to another episode of Keeping It Pure, an interview series surrounding dialogue with depth. Come join us. Hello and welcome back to Keeping It Pure. Today I have a special guest, my aunt Gina Salento, who taught in Portland in conjunction with the Nike World Headquarters, former tennis pro for 27 years, and now after about four years ago she went pro in pickleball. She is a multi-medalist, including gold, bronze, and silver, and gold numerous times for the APP, which is the Pro Tour for Pickleball, and was ranked 15th in the country. Hi, everybody. Hi, Ava. Thank you for having me included in this. I'm excited to keep it pure with you. I think all your accolades are kind of intimidating. So to get to know you a little better on a different level, I'm going to ask you some more fun questions. Are you more of a summer or a winter person? I absolutely loathe winter. I want to be in summer weather all year round. Would you rather be able to talk to animals or read somebody's mind? Talk to animals all day long. Would you rather sleep under the stars or sleep in a mountain of pillows and blankets? Mound of pillows and blankets. I kind of saw that. With with the stars above me. (laughs) Best of both. Yeah, that's how I roll. All right. Picnic in Paris or fashion show in Milan? Picnic in Milan. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not cooperative. Sorry, Eva. (laughs) So now I do want to talk a little bit about how your athletic background and your personal life has influenced your thoughts on pride, arrogance, and actually being confident. Confidence to me is actually, when I see it in other people, I find it very sexy. When someone is good at what they do, I don't care what it is, if you're really good at what you do and you know you're good at what you do, you have this confidence, you pause and you take notice of it and you're like, wow, that's super cool. I admire that in them. And confidence to me means like you got it going on and you know it, but when it crosses over to being arrogance, it loses its appeal. I find a lot of times in my life that I see people who are super confident and everyone is drawn to that, but I think there's also a difference between being confident and being self-confident, which is healthy, and then being arrogant, and sometimes we confuse the two. How has pickleball coaching and athletics in general pushed you to be more confident? I wasn't a confident person. I found myself very insecure. I was shy. And I didn't do well in front of like large groups of people. Ironically, now I command 30 people on a court and telling them what to do and how to do it. And to me, having confidence came over time. And I noticed that once I got good at something and people recognized that, that built up my confidence. I develop more confidence through results from my abilities. So meaning like getting the results from big tournaments and finishing third out of 34 teams in New York City at the New York Open at Flushing Meadows when I won the Chicago Open in 2020 and 2021 with my partner. Those are huge accomplishments and it just keeps you moving forward in a place where you face adversities or trials with in your work or in your person that gives you something to draw on because you've already been successful and you really believe in yourself like I've done it before so I can do it again and that's what 
like pickleball has gotten me to do become successful on and off the court with believing in myself how do you create that confidence when you're not at Flushing Meadows when you're just by yourself you know like what does that look like off the court I kind of am a shy person but I've I've made great relationships and people respond well to my energy and that energy comes from a place of again believing in myself and and also having a strong belief system I think the confidence that I exude goes way beyond pickleball it's like a warmth like when you're confident in who you are as a person you exude something that people are attracted to and I'm a very warm person by nature and I noticed today that there's so many people that are starving for affection love um, reassurance believing in themselves and like when I teach I'm telling you how good you are if I really do believe you're good at something like if you're doing a good shot or you're and I build on that every time I see somebody so when I'm teaching pickleball and building relationships it's not just about pickleball when people come to me for pickleball it's never about pickleball it's ultimately about interacting with someone on a personal level it goes way beyond that and I develop these friendships the confidence is just like almost a means to an end to get people to engage and feel comfortable because my confidence isn't arrogance it's more of I feel good don't you want to feel good too has being too confident ever created problems for you yeah like sometimes when I'm on the court with somebody and I know I can beat them because either I've beaten them before or I don't like their outfit huh. and I want to take them out because of their outfit. And I'm like, oh, I got this. They have a bad outfit on. I can take them. <laughs> but it's sometimes you you do get overconfident and then you get off the gas and you lose focus and you think you got it. So you just get laxed about taking them out. You get your butt handed to you and it's the worst feeling in the world because you're like, how did this happen? Your confidence gets it's really what confidence in that way to me ends up being is pride and that's where it gets dicey because the pride factor is the evil twin of confidence (laughs) and it it can really turn on you and make something so great ugly so with that being said how would you define arrogance arrogance is just a gross false sense of confidence you think you're all that and you're so not and you compensate (laughs) with like a false sense of being good and it's actually disingenuous it rubs people the wrong way so you're trying to impress them and you actually alienate them even more I'm kind of shell-shocked because I've had something like that happen not even a friendship just someone I met And it was so, like, repulsing and gross and made me feel small, even though they were trying to boost themselves up. And it actually, yeah, it freaked me out, and it made me not want to spend any more time with them. And what's interesting, I feel like arrogance in my case, like, how I've experienced it is it comes by accident. Like, I'm feeling really good, but I'm not checking my ego, and I'm trying to exude this confidence. And in the process, I'm coming off too strong. No one's going to be attracted to that, and people notice And I think arrogance comes from this too strong confidence, this 
it's not attractive anymore it becomes like egotistical narcissistic mm. obnoxious like in your face it's gonna repel people i think also arrogance comes from like insecurity like you're over to your point you're overcompensating for your lack of self-worth or self-confidence because like for me true confidence is effortless and that's what we're drawn to it's like that peace that turnoff is when you lack humility so to me humility is a tough word today because people take people that are being humble as being weak and if I go on see here's the tough part for me if I go on the court and I'm playing a major tournament I want to be kind to everybody because at the end of the day it's just pickleball but your character is out there being seen for everyone did you lose with grace or did you lose a sour jerk or did you or did you win like with kindness for me humility if I don't check myself and I just get too caught up in what I've done or how I did it or I shouldn't have lost to that person or whatever which I have gotten like that it's very unattractive and people see it and it's gross and I think there's so many athletes I've encountered along the way that you can see either they win with grace or they win with such arrogance or they lose with such tackiness. Like they're just so <laughs> awful. And I, I just think it's super important to have confidence with humility. And that's a winning combination to have because people feel that from you and that's really what they're responding to, the genuine person versus, oh, she's all that in pickleball. Well, who, who really cares? Yeah, I think there also is something behind, you see confidence in leaders and people who actually take up more space, which like physically, which is kind of interesting, but I feel like arrogance does the same thing too, like totally. you're imposing on somebody else. But that means that like you have so dominance and confidence are really different. I feel like arrogance kind of like you're domineering, you're putting people down mm -hmm. in a weird way to try to lift yourself up just by the way you act. And that's actually so what you want in confidence is like high testosterone and low cortisol, which is stress. <laughs> like you don't want a lot of stress because if someone's high cortisol, like high wow. testosterone, that's going to be like you're never going to want to be around them. It's going to be a constant like it's too much. Field. Yeah. Versus if you're non-confident, you crawl, crawl, crawl like deeper in yourself physically, yeah. you're small, yeah, which is high cortisol, low testosterone. Wow, Eva. Which is kind of crazy. I know, I did some research. That's cool. I think we've all experienced it. And I think when you meet somebody and they're portraying themselves something they're not like really and you, you can see through it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what's really interesting about social media, too. That could be said there, too. It's like everyone knows yeah. it's fake, and yet we all kind of buy into it because it's that allure of, oh, well, they seem really confident, so it must be true, and it's not always true, mm -hmm. you know? So how can you keep your arrogance in check without losing your confidence? Oh. It's down to like what kind of person you really are like if you if you lost what you're holding on to that gives you the confidence in yourself then it's really not real right so I could get like hurt in an accident god forbid and lose all my ability to play something I'm good at and then who am I at the end of the day like 
okay, she lost pickleball. Is that was that did that give me my identity to make me who I am? Or at my core, do I really just really believe in myself and feel like I'm good regardless of having that ability or not? You have to believe at your core that you're intrinsically you have a purpose and you want to not be so self-centered and self-absorbed you have to be self-aware and give to other people because that's the really the biggest secret in life to make people happy I think is sharing your gifts and talents with other people and if it, if I lose pickleball let's say and I have to just be regular old me I I would still be confident in knowing that I can still touch people in a different way have my moments of being arrogant and I can see it and it grosses me out and then I feel awful checking myself and being like whoa dude you gotta really slow your roll and not get all about yourself because <laughs> you're not all that thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me and I think if you're gonna take away one thing it should be arrogance comes from this insecurity and this false confidence but true confidence comes out of growth and then you can share with others and that humility doesn't make you weak you can be humble while you're being confident lauren hill how are you gonna win when you ain't right within i live by that i often wonder like if i didn't find something that i'm really good at like pickleball and excelled in it in a, on a bigger stage like an arena would I still be as confident as I am? Would it? Would I find something else to be super confident in? Does it mean that I have to be confident only because I, I've achieved like dumb medals or prize money or sponsorship? I think we all need to find that place where we're good at what we do and make the most of it and touch people with it. Remember to stay pure and tune in next time. Any feedback, ideas, socials, and reference links are in the show and episode bios. This interview series surrounds conversations that we should be having, but don't have the opportunity to hear every day. Thank you for tuning in to Keeping It Pure. New episodes release every other Thursday at 8pm Central and are always 10 to 15 minutes long. Today, I encourage you to create content for your life that is pure of heart.